Welcome to episode 64 of Two Piece Starts Live. He's Tim. And he is Ray. We hope you enjoyed the show today. Well, do you want to just bang this right out? Just go right into our first segment? Let's, a small phrase, talk? That, let's phrase that differently. <laughs> Alright, let's move on. <laughs> <laughs> what do we got? First up, we have a little bit of Ricka Ricka Remix. remix. Alright, you joined me that time. Yeah. With this segment, I dish out a video game remix favorite of mine, who it's by and where you can grab it. Metroid Metal. Tim, have you heard about this before? Um, is this the um, rock kind of remixes of the Metroid st- sounds music? You make this podcast so exciting, Tim. I'm trying to remember. To. <laughs> <laughs> Metroid Metal. Uh, yes, yeah, know. you're right. It, a guy by the name of Grant Henry has written and played many, many Metroid songs in uh, a metal rock and roll style. And this guy's quite talented, and he does some very nice remixes where it's not just Dry Bones remake. He, you know, puts a little bit of his own style into it, and this guy's talented, and they can actually play all this stuff live. They just had a live concert recently, which I would have killed to have gone to. And they cover all kinds of stuff from Metroid, Metroid 2, Metroid Prime Trilogy. There's just a lot of material out there. And I've always been very impressed. And I think this really is the best style to do Metroid music in, especially when it comes to boss fights. I think this stuff is, like, right on the money. And it's a little creepy how well it transitions into the metal atmosphere. So, I do uh, like I do like his uh, his Metroid holding a guitar logo. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> So uh, we're going to play a little bit of a sample here, a little bit longer, just so you can get a better feel of uh, what's going on here, and take a listen and enjoy. what he's doing yeah these guys seriously know how to rock too that's what's really nice is they know how to do it right and i mean video game remixes can only go so far in grabbing you know people who aren't into video games but i think this stuff goes a long ways to really kind of captivate people who aren't normally like a video game fan i mean you can just rock out to this stuff you don't need to have a serious history with metroid to love it i mean it definitely helps but i mean these are some just some really cool songs and yeah, so I, if uh, you'd like to add it to your music collection, we got a link up right now for those of you listening to the M4A version of the podcast, or you can just head on over to MetroidMetal.com. 
There's a lot of stuff. It's all free. The other nice thing is they have uh, uh, MP3s of the original versions of each song. So you can listen hmm. to the originals before you listen to their version, which is very nice. Yeah. If you want to know a little bit more about the history, so check it out. All right. Well, that'll take us to our topic of the week. This week, we want to talk about... Well, first of all, Matt Caspicina, I guess, is always talking about these games that are, you know, oh, there's a dark game for the Wii, and I know about it, but I don't want to talk about it. You know, that's oh, people, people are always calling BS on him and stuff. Well, Pay attention recent- to me. Pay attention to me. <laughs> <laughs> and right? So, I mean, isn't that what it seems like? <laughs> yeah, seriously. I have something that you want to know. Follow my blog. I get a bonus for it. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, recently, he he basically said, "Well, I'm gonna g- have the chance to show off one of those games uh, that wasn't that never found a publisher, and I think it's a great game for the Wii, and they were just never able to get it made." And so he released footage and information and pictures about a game called Winter for the Wii, which was kind of a dark, mature, scary game, um, and so. Right now, there's a lot of people trying to, you know, they're like signing a petition and basically trying to find a publisher for, for the game because they think it's a great game and should be made. The reason why it couldn't find a publisher was because it was a dark, mature game and they're like, I don't think this will sell for the Wii, so I'm not going to bother. So this petition's kind of like, yes, we do want games like this. We don't want just minigame fests. And, you know, a, a well made game like this deserves to be released. So, Tim, have you seen any, have you been able to read about this or watch footage of it at all? You know, I think I saw a few screenshots. I didn't actually watch the footage, um, but you know, I even I'm skeptical because of the Wii has such um, a stigma about it. With just you know, it kind of set itself up for this type of thing. Anytime somebody tried to make a game like No More Heroes or you know something more serious, it either didn't get made or didn't sell well, and. I can understand the hesitation, you know what I mean? Yeah, I I can too. And this almost got my Black Doom Award because I read about it, I looked at the screenshots, I looked at the concept art, I watched the video that they had of it, and I wasn't impressed. I mean, this didn't look like a very interesting game to me. It looked really Mm. boring. It felt like the original Resident Evil in some ways. And I'm just like, this doesn't look that great. Like, it doesn't seem like that cool of a game. And I'm like... I don't, you know, I don't feel bad for it not getting released. This isn't that big of a deal. I, th- I think it's just such an anomaly for a game like that to even be started, maybe, that people are just thirsty for something that's not just the typical garbage, you know, minigames or ports or whatever, you know? Right. And, and, and so it, that seems like, oh, this is going to be, this would be so great. Just, just in, in their heads, people are thinking like, "Yeah, we need games like this," but maybe that's not the game that they're really right. asking. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like, would you guys actually buy that? You know, I mean, it's one thing to look at and be like, "Yeah, that's cool. I'll send the petition. I want this to be released." And it's like, "Yeah, but will you buy it?" Because like, what they need, what they need to do is is charge fifty dollars to sign the petition. Yeah, do and a pre-order. Money goes basically. To, yeah, <laughs> that money goes directly. So it's like, put your money where your mouth is if you really want this game. <laughs> Give us fifty bucks. If it never gets made, you can have your fifty bucks back. And yeah, so it's like, I, I mean, people so it's, sign that. Yeah, it's great that everyone's signing a petition and they're trying to get the word out and trying to find a publisher. 
Um, you know, they have every right to do that. That's fine if they really feel that strongly. But I'm, I, I'm sorry. I'm not on that boat. I'm sorry, people. The Wii is just such a strange. I, I have a very strange relationship with my. I'm, I'm not gonna finish that <laughs> sentence. <laughs> I have a very strange relationship with your Wii as well, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm little, saying, I, though. I think I'm, I, I mean, think I'm a little closer than you are. No, I. <laughs> I no, I know. For you a mean, long I, time, I'd find myself going back and forth between the 360 and the Wii, where, kind of depending on my mood that month, uh, you know, I would, I would be in one place or the other. It's like if I wanted like, to know, play. You, know, like, <laughs> you came home from a day at work, and like, I just really want to shoot people in the head right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> 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 I need to play Assassin's Creed because I feel like stabbing my boss. So this is the closest thing I can get. <laughs> Edit. Edit. Uh, no, it's like you know, if I want to get involved in in a you know kind of a more epic game with cinematics and 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 some something deeper, I'll I'll really you know get into uh, a 360 game like Bioshock or Prince of Persia or something like that. And and then I'll 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 finish one of those games and it's like I have like an hour to play a game the next night it's like do I really want to just watch the opening movie to another huge game right now not right. really so l let me let me just play a couple more levels of Mario Galaxy since I only have you know forty five star I don't know oh, gosh, I have. Tim. <laughs> sixty you're, some odd you're stars so it's like everyone now <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But you know, so I'll, I'll go back to that, and but but I find that lately it's like I don't find many reasons to play the Wii at all. Well, I think I mean whenever I call you up and you're like, hey, you want to watch some brawl replays? You know, we watch replays over the phone, by the way. Um, you know, I apologize to everyone out there who just laughed at us. But you know, you're always commenting like, well, I got to dust off my Wii here. Hold on. Yep. And, yeah. And it's true. I mean. Ever since I got a 360, I have really never touched my Wii except for when friends are over and we want to play Brawl. But you have to think about it this way. What if you bought the consoles the other way around? See, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Because don't know if we've, played certainly... all, we've played all those Wii games this whole time. You know, We've had our total fill. And now it's like, okay, well, there's a lot of Xbox games still left to catch up on. Yeah, th there'd, be some, there'd be some difference. Uh, certainly the newness of... Uh, of having a Wii for the first time, I'd, I'd be playing that quite a bit more now. But the real test here is when games like um, Mad World, that's coming out in a couple months here, right? We get a couple mm -hmm. games like that this year yep. that actually are m more mature. See how they sell. I don't see them selling all that well. If they don't, that's it. No one's going to make a more mature title anymore for the system. Like, we've had a few examples of people taking risks and they, it hasn't panned out yet so I would say if, if Mad World, I think there's one or two other kind of more mature titles coming this year if they yeah, don't I sell think, well I think the only one that really went well was Resident Evil 4 and it was a port, yeah no, no for, it was for GameCube well, I, that's what I mean, when it was released on GameCube, it's, you know, because GameCube never well, really had Well, that was an exclusive, either. though. That was, right, exactly. Yeah. And it's following up a very popular franchise, and yeah, so I mean, it's kind of a different story, but that's an example of, okay, it is possible to have these games, but you have to do everything just right in order to make it big. Otherwise, it's not going to even reach middle ground. Yeah, I agree. Moving on to comic talk, this week we had our Lost in Translation comic. Kind of mixed reception on this one, would you say? You know, I went back and looked at 
the comments and stuff, and it's not quite as mixed as I thought originally, and it's doing pretty well in the in the joystick poll, and mm, cool. Um, we're third place right now, and so I yeah, I mean, it wasn't a probably the execution wasn't perfect, and I I guess I'm I'm just happy it it turned out as good as it did, given you know we were kind of lost there for a while as to where to go with it. And I kind know? of envisioned it as like a two-panel comic. I mean, my my original idea where I'm like, okay, this is funny, we should do this, was like, you know, first panel's Peppy going, do a barrel roll. And then the second panel is DK on like the front end of the R-Wing rolling a barrel into the <laughs> into the windshield of Star Fox, basically. Um, so I liked the idea of like, this is funny because... You expect Star Fox to be doing a barrel, but instead it's like DK attacking Star Fox with by by rolling a barrel, basically. And and you weren't real thrilled about the idea. I thought, you know, in in a two or three panel comic, it would be too confusing to know what well, was Peppy telling DK to roll the barrel, or was it to Fox? And it so happened that DK was rolling a barrel at the same time. Or I I worried that that would get confusing and 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 when you approached me about the idea originally you were thinking of having him like roll the barrel at fox yeah the idea like, just the idea was talking. like fox was telling him why he wasn't gonna be able to join team fox it's like look you know you you have no flight training you i i, I guarantee you, you can't do a barrel roll you know all this other stuff whatever and so dk's upset and he rolls the barrel at fox basically like hey yeah i can do a barrel roll buddy you know whatever and, and you right and if well without that text please but and you yeah. were saying like <laughs> like that it should be a 2d side view of him rolling a barrel like the old school dk uh, right. you know, the old school donkey kong arcade game which i wasn't understanding when you were talking about that because i was imagining like donkey kong country you know, mm, where yeah. he's rolling barrels. Like I had no vision of this. You know, let's let's make it like a mirror image of the old school Donkey Kong game. So I was I was kind of in a different world than you were. And I'm like, I think a 2D side view would be boring. You know? mm -hmm, <laughs> I was telling you, like, mm -hmm. it needs to be from like a cool angle. You know, and you're like, no, but then it wouldn't be funny. And I'm like, why? <laughs> I was like, well, then yeah, it, it got. It's in my mind. I'm like, now it's confusing because you know there's a lot happening and it's supposed to be a simple thing like. He is rolling a barrel. Barrel roll, <laughs> you know? It's like... So, yeah, we were coming at it from two different angles, and I think finally we understood each other. So, basically, I had one night to finish it, and that was one of the reasons why we started cutting out the story idea, because it's like, the closer to the deadline we get, the more the we realize simpler. this can't be long anymore, and we have to, you know, cut the fat and just get down to business. Mm -hmm. um, so, the first panel is kind of stylized with the black background and, like, the silhouette, silhouette of DK, and that was basically because I realized when I got up that morning, I'm like, oh, I'm so worried about doing this comic. I have so much to do tonight. And, and I'm like, it's going to take a lot of time to draw DK and Diddy just standing next to each other and talking with each other. I'm like, but it would be easier if I just did him like in a silhouette sort of view. And it would be more stylish and more interesting to look at but it would take less time. And I'm like, I wonder how many other places I can do that in the comics where <laughs> I can stylize, I can, you know, it's really easy to do and it looks really stylized because of it. I guess I'm glad we went that way anyways because it got to a point where I was like, you know, the real joke is DK rolling the barrel, so what that frame, first frame looks like, it could be a million different things and it wouldn't right. matter. 
we realized like 90% of the way through, it's like, well, DK doesn't really talk. Right. Like, have you ever heard DK talk? So it would have been weird to have Diddy asking him a question and, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. I, was, I was picturing that. I'm like, they don't talk to each other. They just kind of, ooh, ah, you know? So <laughs> I, I, I'm glad we didn't it, get there. It's kind of funny, that idea that, like, he's not intelligent enough to get it. Sort of thing. Yeah. He's just an he's just an ape, you know. He's just gonna roll a barrel. So, yeah. <laughs> um, so this was one of the first comics where I actually did a, a sketch for that final frame. Yeah, it's a simple sketch, all right. <laughs> yes. I like the big smiley face. <laughs> that's not a smiley face. Oh, it's that's like, like his, his chin. That's his whole thing. chin and mouth. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's very quick and very rough. So. But you know what? Here's here's a funny thing. I, I see. I didn't know until just now that you made this sketch. But yes. <laughs> ever since Richard Aguirre did his guest strip and he had sent me a sketch of what the comic was going to look like, uh -huh. and that really helped me figure out kind of what they would really be saying. I've I've been meaning to mention to you. It's like you know, it might be a good idea for you to just start sketching out some ideas, mm. assuming we get the comic idea out there early enough. But just do a simple sketches like this and then send them back and say, so what do you think of this? And, and that way you don't get done drawing it, you know, all these mm -hmm. vectors. And I'm like, yeah, can you change the angle by about 30 uh, degrees there? <laughs> right, you know, it's right. like, no, I can't because that wouldn't involve redrawing the whole thing, you know? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I like that you did that. You should do that more often. It's really comical looking to me. I, I get a kick out. I mean, it, this is only like an inch by an inch. <laughs> right, <laughs> right. Really, I didn't do anything very large at all. Um, so then I actually moved it into Photoshop. I had done the the R wing first. That was the first thing I did for the comic because I'm like that last panel is gonna. I need to do the last panel and make sure it's right, and the rest can be crap if it needs to be. Which I think Peppy's panel turned out very poor with the time restrictions because I basically did this comic in about I think five or six hours. Um, so the last I mean it took me like three hours just to do the I think three or four hours just to do the last one. Mm. Um, so I did the R wing first, and then I threw that into Photoshop and grabbed a. Um, an image of DK holding onto a rope and kind of photoshopped it over. Um, yeah, it's pretty trippy. Kinda. Yeah, so I, I just kind of overlaid him quickly just to see if, like, I was hoping and praying that that angle would work, you know, the way I had the R-wing, if that would actually work out, and so it did. And I ended up making him a little bit... I, I think I made everything a little bit bigger, maybe, but... uh, Yeah, so I was, I was kind of worried about how the barrel would look, if it would look like he's rolling it, you know? I mean, how do I make him roll a barrel from that view, and, like, is it during the release or after he releases it and his arm is fully swung or what so I was a little bit upset to get comments like I don't quite understand what's happening in the third panel like is he coming out of the barrel is that your comment <laughs> of the week by the way uh no it, okay okay uh, good. those were pretty fun I don't like picking com comments where people are like I don't get the comic you know <laughs> right but yeah, yeah like, like, one person is he, is he coming is he like coming out of the barrel and getting <laughs> onto the plane I'm like Dude, the barrel would have broken, okay? Like, yeah, if how he's does that out of the make sense? <laughs> like, <laughs> but I felt bad because I'm like, I felt like I didn't do my job, you know? Like, I didn't do my part of the artwork to make it obvious. And and so it felt bad to have people, like, explaining it to other people. Like, oh, well, he's supposed to be doing a barrel roll. It's like, oh, man, when you have to explain the joke, I feel like it's I lost. Too late. So, uh, well, for every great comic comes great comments. And this week's suggestion box was no different. My comment of the week goes to Red Vinny, who said, Ray, Tim, you guys are the only webcomic that makes me laugh. In fact, today when I went to a club that meets after school, this girl had a dueling analog shirt on. So I asked if it was, and she was all, OMG, you know dueling analogs? 
So I was all, yeah, but do you know 2P Start? My allegiance is to them. <laughs> <laughs> he left yeah, off the was... response, so that might not have gone so well after that, that, that moment, but who knows. Yeah, I'd like to know how that uh, conversation <laughs> continued, but but that was actually going to be my comment of the week as well. Really? Oh my goodness! So thank you, Red Vinny. Great comment. But you had I a had lot of a, comments. Yeah. I had a backup, which I was just gonna. I wasn't gonna make it a comment of the week, but I was gonna give props to um, Dominator One Hundred One. He uh, threw together this uh, this image here and said, "Oh, this would make a you know a great T-shirt." Oh um, yes, <laughs> that's right. Uh, yeah. <laughs> That was pretty funny. See, he took one of our original jokes and threw this so one he's, in there. He's farther along at making a new shirt than we are. See? <laughs> yeah, exactly. At least he, he was able to put an image together, right? I mean, it's not uh, a bad idea. I mean, we can only work with a maximum of six colors for a t-shirt, but uh, that's, not, that's actually not too bad of a, of a shirt idea, yeah. if you think about it. I, I think... I would, I would probably have it say, like, do a barrel roll, personally. Or I would say this is how I barrel roll and have the original graphics of of Donkey Kong rolling the barrel on, you know, the old. Yeah, but then you lose the game. joke of the whole like this is. Oh, uh, I guess this is how I roll. It would still sort of. Yeah. It, it's a different joke at that point, but right. Anyway, that's how you could get away with less colors and stuff. But yes, yes. Anyhow, well, well thanks, thanks everybody for the comments. Yes, very much appreciated. And you know what? Sometimes people come out of nowhere uh -oh. for the first time, which will bring us to Rise from Your Grave. Rise, Rise from, from Your Grave. grave. By the way, I always love it, Tim, when you say, how dare they? So you have to keep that up, okay? <laughs> well, yeah, I planned on, I plan on it. Good, I, good. I just want to make sure. Because I... <laughs> The first, <laughs> the first time was so funny. I liked how you did the first time better, which was like, how dare they? Um... <laughs> Many 2P Start fans tend to lurk behind the shadows, hiding their faces by reading our webcomics, but never leaving a single comment. How dare they. So, <laughs> so, when, <laughs> so when one finds the courage to break free from the shackles of silence, we salute you. Yay. And this week, a grave riser, is that what I feel bad calling things like that, goes to uh, Ed Faming... Ed Famincy. How would the heck do you pronounce that? Ed Ed Famink. Butchered. Butchered the name. Uh, but where, okay, is this a comic comment or a podcast comment? I believe podcast. Because I'd like to see who's, who this person is now that you've butchered their Oh, internal server error. <laughs> Man. <laughs> During Wait, the podcast, <laughs> it's 12.06. It's probably been down for the last six minutes. <laughs> Unbelievable. I hate our website. You know that? Now i, now I got to go reboot the server. I, I literally have to <laughs> go on our website every two hours and reboot the server. I need to set, Do you want to talk about that real quick? Do you want... <laughs> uh, yeah, just don't don't go to our website on an even hour. Like 12, <laughs> 2, 4, 6, etc. Um, because on the hour, every two hours, the site is just bombarded with some fake traffic. Somebody, some attack or some cron job that somebody's doing that just... So, I'm trying to get it resolved, but we'll have to see. So, who's this guy we're talking about? Ed. Ed Famin C. <laughs> Ed Fam Inc. Maybe it's incorporated. 
Mm, okay, yes. Edfam Inc., who says, I come from the grave to tell you my Black Doom Award is Star Wars Battlefront 3. I love the series. I hope someone picks it up. Great comic, guys. One of my favorites. So it's nice to see you rising from the grave, Edfam Inc., and uh, thanks for commenting. Well, let's uh, finish this out here with a haunted segment that no one likes, no one can love, but Black Doom's he own mother. The Internal <laughs> Server Error Award. <laughs> the dreaded Black Doom Award. <laughs> Each week, Tim and I both mention a terrible choice made related to video games in honor of the worst character Sonic Team has ever created. Merlina. I mean, Black Doom. One of the heads at Naughty Dog Studios did an interview with CVG this week, um, Bruce Straley, and they were talking about... Uh, uh, Uncharted 2, you know, the game for the PlayStation 3. Tim, I'm Very similar asleep. to the... You know, I gotta give a little background <laughs> here. Very similar to the Lara Croft series, Tomb Raider series. And the question was asked, let me get this right. Do you think Nathan Drake, who's the star of Uncharted, can ever be as big a star as Lara Croft? So, okay, that's a valid question. It's a very similar series. Listen to his response. Why do you think he's not already there, if not beyond that point, <laughs> if not beyond that point already in terms of popularity? I feel that Nathan Drake can stand on his own in any lineup of the video game pantheon. We've created something new with him by infusing him with traits more associated with a good movie protagonist than just a video game icon. It's not just us drinking the Kool-Aid either. According to not an insignificant number of reviews, press, and forums, people have really taken to Nathan Drake's character. I think people like him because he's compelling and much-needed breath of fresh air in an industry that's been a bit stale for a while in terms of characters. Okay, um. first of all, <laughs> first of all, the fact that he refers to it as drinking the Kool-Aid uh, <laughs> means that there's Kool-Aid to be drunk, and the fact that he refers to like forums, like a bunch of people posting on forums, really like Nathan Drake. So clearly, he's more popular than Lara Croft. What I the mean, heck? How can you? S how can you say that? First of all, the game is based on pretty much the Lara Croft Tomb Raider series. So you don't pay homage to um, your inspiration by saying we're better than them already. Right. Um, so let's. How do we want to? How do we want to um, gauge popularity? Well, let's see. How about best-selling video game franchises in history? Number uh, 21 on the list now, I believe, is Tomb Raider. Before the latest Tomb Raider game, there were 35 million copies sold, which had them tied with Resident Evil and Call of Duty. And then uh, Lara Croft Tomb Raider Underworld came out, sold a couple million. So they're, they're right at about the number 21 spot in franchises. Where is um, Uncharted? Let's see. Well, not on the list of top 150. <laughs> um, there's only been one game ever, which was Uncharted, Drake's Fortune. It sold two and a half million copies worldwide in the last two, what, three, two and a half years, two years or so. Mm -hmm. And how does that compare in popularity to Lara Croft? Besides the fact that she has two, what, two movies that were in the theaters with uh, Angelina Jolie and all sorts of action figures and whatever else. Comic books, there's a comic book series that Image Comics does. Specialty bras. Specialty bras, I'm sure. Um, all sorts of uh, what models that have pretended to be her over the years. So, again, remind me how Nathan Drake is more popular than Lara Croft. 
That's ridiculous. That's pretty insane. Now, and that's the thing is, I like the thing, Naughty Dog. I follow video game news. I can't even... I don't even know what Nathan Drake looks like. So, See? that proves it right there. Yeah, Ray knows his stuff. Um, so, the thing, we took an opinion poll thi- of me, and I proved it. <laughs> yes, thank you. That's what I was hoping for. So, sorry, buddy. Keep drinking that Kool-Aid. <laughs> It tastes delicious. <laughs> My Black Doom Award will have to go to N plus. Um, what? A plus? N N plus. I don't know how many oh, of you N+ know plus. about this, but uh, there's a game that I purchased on Xbox Live where you play as a little ninja and you run around basically 250 different puzzle levels. And you basically are you're stealthy, and you use your momentum and your speed to jump around obstacles, and you know avoid getting blown up by mines or enemies and whatnot. And I think it's a, it was kind of a fun little game. I enjoyed my time with it. My Black Doom Award unfortunately goes to the style of N Plus because mm. I think on one hand I like what they're doing with the style, which is very simple and very minimalistic. But there's a fine line between minimalism and just pure laziness. I think like the the menus and everything is fan, are fantastic. I, that all fits the game perfectly. But when you're actually playing the game, which you know is kind of important, uh, it's very bland. It's just all gray, and that's not a problem on its own. But all the shapes are very simple, it, and I guess I can understand that to some degree with having very simple enemies and having a you know, very simple character, but the character looks like he's from a Flash game, which is what this is from, right? Right. And it's like, you guys now have this on Xbox 360, and he still looks like, it still looks like you're playing a Flash game. Like, you can maybe make it a little bit shiny, you know, a little bit more interesting. It's like, when you land on the ground, there's little, there's like a little poof of smoke when you touch. It's like, why'd you even bother putting that poof of smoke in? Because I don't think it fits with the rest of the game now. You know, if you're going to put a poof of smoke in, then you need to, you know, figure out the rest and do more cool effects for other things that you're d- doing, not just that one little thing. Um, but on top of that, it's like the background is very bland. It's just like very simple shapes for a background. It's like, did you really only have one background for 260 levels? You know, you couldn't like switch it up every 10 with like a different gray background. Like that's the laziness part to me, I guess. I, and because it feels like I'm playing a fun game like a fun shell of a game. It's like, okay, you guys did a great prototype, now actually finish it. Like, do the rest of the work. I'd have to agree. You know, sometimes games do it right where they have a simple or retro type of theme, and it just fits because, you know, the gameplay is simple, it's all about gameplay. And this game is all about, you know, gameplay. and Definitely. Um, and it's charming in a way, or, or, you know, it just fits. It just fits. And... I never really felt that, and maybe it was the colors they used, or the the sprite of the character just wasn't that interesting. I don't know what it, what it was exactly, but it just never. I mean, when you use gray and black, and that's those like ninety percent, ninety nine percent of the screen is either gray or black. That's just not very interesting. It's not, and and plus, like you said, the character himself, like I don't enjoy the way he runs. I mean, mm-hmm. he doesn't run like a ninja; he runs like Ganondorf, and <laughs> like. 
I, it's like you know, if I'm gonna be running half the half the time I'm playing this game, I want it to look cool. I want to I want to feel stealthy. So there's like, you know, when he jumps looks really cool, but like get the running part too. Like it's just lazy feeling. It. Ugh. And finally, we'd like to wrap up the show with musical misfits. <laughs> Each week, listeners of 2B Start Live submit their favorite video game songs that have been lost in the shuffle over time, and we play one in full after the show's over for those who are interested. This week's was submitted by commenter KVB, who's, uh, the song is Lorenzen Soil from Earthworm Jim 2. So that will do it for this edition of 2P Start Live. Join us every Wednesday for a brand new comic, and every Monday for a brand new podcast. Just like the one you heard here, except better. With that, he's Tim. And he is Ray. We will see you next week.
Yeah, you know. And by different podcasts, I mean none at all. Sorry, I didn't mean to kill your flow. No, I. What was our topic in the first place? <laughs> I don't even know what we're talking about. We're talking oh, about winter. winter. <laughs> winter.